0: Of the In Between podcast, where you'll hear conversations on marriage, parenting, faith, and everything in between. My name is Daniel M,
1: and I'm Christina M.
0: So, is the reason you wanted to chew gum before we recorded is because you were going to breathe in and breathe out right on my face?
1: Yes, let's stick with that. <laughs> what well, was in my breath? All the garlic I ate. Maybe a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, and we were just joking about that beforehand, like. I was able to say that to you, not in like a mean way, but like a, hey, let's chew gum and you get it and also not be offended. Whereas maybe beforehand, like maybe in our first year marriage or, you know, before that we would have been super offended. Yeah, totally. So. You should love me, (laughs) even
0: my bad breath.
1: (laughs) So we're growing.
0: We are growing. High five. All right. So that was a pathetic high five. Um. (laughs) I didn't want to, you know, ruin
1: everybody's ears with our big bum. There you go.
0: There you go. So today, we're going to be talking about 10 ways to be less stressed.
1: Yes, I came across an article from the American Psychological Association, and every year they publish an annual survey of stress in America. So this is since 2007 versus now, well, I guess their latest one was January 2017. For the first time in its 10-year history, the survey found a significant increase in stress levels in the U.S. compared to the previous years. Mm. So I don't know about you, honey. Like, do you see that in your own life? Do you see that in other people's lives? I see it in our kids' lives.
0: You're right. Because I, I do personally feel more stressed Mm-hmm. than the year before. But part of that is, is it just because the kids are getting older?
1: Could be. We're busier. We have more extracurricular stuff going on. We're doing on. the podcast.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're in the middle of writing a book. Yeah, that's right. Um, they're doing some competitive swimming. And, and we don't have a
0: routine right now because it's the summer.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> so I think like last week's episode, this week is as much for us as it is for maybe some of y'all that are listening out there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I'm curious, why, why would you say that you see it in our kids?
1: Well, I do see that school is getting more stressful. It's getting busier. There's more expectations. I do even see it in my friends' kids. Like, for example, uh, when the girls were in kindergarten, this was a few years ago, uh, they got smiley faces, they got stickers and high fives and all of that. Whereas now in kindergarten, I remember one of my friends taking a picture of um, her son's work and there was a letter grade on it. Like he had gotten a few wrong and it was like, I guess one of them was you for unacceptable or Mm. something behind or whatnot. And her son was crying because he got uh, less than perfect or whatnot. And I was like, are you kidding me? This poor five-year-old or these poor five-year-olds who are getting letter grades now. I'm like, come on, that is way too much stress and expectation on them. And then in general, like we were saying beforehand in previous podcasts, I feel like our kids struggle with making mistakes in the classroom and uh, in other places in life. So we're really having to encourage them to you know, try again and that it's okay to make mistakes.
0: Yeah, so in today's podcast, a lot of these 10 ways to be less stressed are directed toward you as the adult. I'm sure there are some of them that can be applied also to your kids. Mm-hmm. But I guess a little bit of a caveat too, as your kids are experiencing stress and, and I get the reason why some school systems would want to do that and mm-hmm. why other school systems avoid grade letters altogether mm-hmm. and then you also have the whole soccer thing the sport thing where every every kid gets a medal or or sometimes we w- as parents want to shelter our kids from stress so this this might come out later in the podcast but I'd even say Christina it's good for your kids to experience stress so that Mm -hmm. you can help them learn how to deal with stress. And maybe some of these ideas, yeah, maybe some of these ideas will help uh, you guys. Maybe you guys could do it even as a family. Right.
1: Well, what a good point. I'm thinking back when I was younger, if my parents were proactive in teaching me how to handle stress rather than like my own coping mechanisms, which were like shut down or explode, then I think I would have been healthier when I was younger. Yeah, Mentally. precisely, mm-hmm.
0: precisely. All right. So let's start with the first one, which is exercise.
1: Mm-hmm. So depending on the day, this is my most or least favorite. <laughs> so, Do You mean
0: whether you're on a treadmill or not, right? Right. I actually
1: have started running again, but since it's been so hot, like we're talking 95, sometimes even 100 degrees with the Humidex, I've been running on the treadmill again. And lest
0: we forget our Canadian heritage. That's like 35 degrees Celsius. Oh,
1: right. Yeah, 40, (laughs) somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. And I have yet to fall again. So Mm. yay me. (laughs) But anyway, studies show that uh, exercise can really help bring down stress. So we would recommend, you know, going for a brisk walk. If it's nice outside, you could even walk on the treadmill. On a side note about being outside, um, it'll be a good dose of vitamin D. Now, once again, we are not doctors, we are not experts, but studies show that uh, that especially if you're indoors a lot in front of a computer screen or, you know, in the office, a lot of us are vitamin D deficient.
0: Yeah. And part of it was when we lived in Edmonton, there's this lady at our church who actually gave me vitamin D. Oh.
1: Oh, completely remember, remember that because yeah, you were getting sick so much I was
0: and in Edmonton it's like six months out of the year winter
1: yes <laughs> and, true. and Get stuck I, really and early. I don't really
0: work outside I'm more on a computer or, or at a desk so in light of that she was like maybe you're just like deficient in vitamin D and right. ever since then it's been like what four or five years now that I've been taking it every single day yes
1: we do and I'm do not well. I'm
0: definitely not getting as sick as I used to
1: completely and I don't know I mean apparently vitamin D helps you with your moods as well So Mm. I haven't seen like any drastic changes or anything. (laughs) It's probably
0: because we haven't done home rentals for a while. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's completely true. So, but uh, like we've said in previous podcasts, maybe a good way would be to start with uh, uh, some blood work from a doctor or whatnot and see what vitamins you're deficient in. Mm -hmm. Um, A quick other recommendation would be uh, if you need to be at home or maybe the kids are sleeping, I am using this app right now called 8Fit. Mm. actual like number eight fit and it's a quick 15 minute kind of Tabata workout and quick circuits whatnot you don't need much uh, other than maybe uh, a mat in your running shoes at home and it goes at your pace and it tracks it yeah so it's great to get the blood flowing yeah
0: I like using TRX as well We bought a a suspension system as well that we can just hook onto any of our doors. And it's a great way to do weights because we don't have a whole weight system in our house, either. We'll put both and all of these notes in the show notes. That's slash episode 25. Now, Christina, for me as a writer, and I, I mean, I'm on my computer a lot, mm-hmm. and a lot of what I do is either thinking or my other podcasts that I do, and a lot of it is just kind of indoor. Or okay. with people in relationship, and especially these da- these days, now that I'm really focusing on the even in the evenings on writing again, mm-hmm. it's it can be pretty stressful. And especially when I'm trying to get my deadlines, and although I have the big deadline at the end of this year, I have set my own deadlines in terms of how much I want to write every pace. single week. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's smart. So there's that, and there's all the demands of meetings and and work, and every all the stress that comes in there for me when i feel that stress the first thing that i want to do is get up earlier i kind of get away from sleep you know kind of reduce my amount of sleep Mm -hmm. uh get up earlier and just go straight to work so i can knock stuff out but what i recently have been discovering is the fact that exercise will actually even though it's gonna what prevent me from working maybe you know i'll have to get to bed earlier yeah yeah there is definitely that delay i actually find that my creativity is higher and my engagement is higher when i exercise so i mean i don't exercise every single day but i have heard other creatives and other people who are kind of along the lines of thinking and writing them actually exercising every day even for a little bit, even if it's like 20 minutes just to get their brain going. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily for health reasons, but for brain reasons.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And I do see also, uh, I don't think we ever mentioned this on a previous podcast, but Mokarios got super, super sick mm-hmm. when he was six months old. And that was crazy stressful. Like I went in to the doctor with him thinking that he had food allergies and the pediatrician sent us to um, go get like his muscles tested basically. Yeah. And we were just completely shocked. And so I was really stressed at that time. Uh, we didn't honestly know he lost all muscle control. He was hypotonic. We didn't know he could sit up before. We didn't know if he would mm-hmm. ever be able to walk again and whatnot. And so, um, I just started exercising cause I didn't really know what else to do. And uh, I read another article before saying that exercise helps release cortisol and also produces endorphins, which are chemicals in the brain that act as natural painkillers and can help combat depression. And I really did see that in uh, my own life because I think I really could have fallen into a depression. We were just completely sideswiped. We were new to this country, new to this community. We didn't have a lot of people that we could really turn to here. And so uh, exercise did help quite a
0: bit. Yeah. So whether you don't exercise or you exercise once a week or twice, you know, don't necessarily jump for every single day or or set yourself goals that you know you're not gonna achieve. Mm -hmm. But if it's one time a week that you exercise, try to increase it a little bit more to two times or if you if you never exercise, maybe try one time this upcoming week to do that. And Mm -hmm. even if it's a brisk walk Uh, Or using an app like an 8-Fit, if you can't get outside of the home that easily or you can't do childcare or any of that, then that's gonna be a great thing to try this week.
1: Awesome. All right, well, I wish we could say that exercise was the be-all and end-all and that it helps relieve all the stress that we have in our lives. That
0: it is a silver bullet.
1: Right, but there are no silver bullets. Yes. (laughs) So what else have you done, honey, that has helped you uh, release some stress?
0: Yeah, well, meditation has been huge for us For us as Christians, we will read the Bible quite a bit. And the beauty of the scriptures is that there's kind of a little bit for everything, everyone. For Mm -hmm. those who love history, there's a lot of historical books. For those who love poetry, the Psalms, those who kind of like, you know, nuggets of wisdom, the Proverbs Mm -hmm. or James, and those who want more of a narrative or more of kind of a teaching, the epistles. And so there's a lot of books in the Bible that, uh, that we can approach at different times of our life. And the thing about meditating on the scriptures, especially the Proverbs and the Psalm, is that it's you know, the Bible kind of acts like a mirror to, you, to us mm, so that as you're walking through, uh, even if you don't ever read the Bible, right? Like let's say today is the 10th, for example, then you mm-hmm. can open up Proverbs chapter 10. I mean, you could even just Google Proverbs chapter 10. If it's the 15th, Proverbs chapter 15, and just take a read through that because there's so much wisdom in there. And sometimes what I'll do is I'll actually uh, think about and meditate on a few of those verses um, either at my desk or even while I'm driving, because it's one of those things where I can just not necessarily, I'm not necessarily studying, but I'm Mm -hmm. thinking about, I'm ruminating on, I'm kind of chewing on like uh, like a cow would chew cud. Right. And and by doing that, there's a lot that I can learn about myself. There's a lot that I learn about God and, mm-hmm. and others and about, you know, our marriage and, and even things that I need to do this upcoming day. So I love meditating on the scriptures because I always seem to encounter God in a different way as I do that.
1: Yes, completely. And in terms of prayer, um, sometimes I think we kind of fall into a rut. Like I think even with our kids, they kind of say the exact same prayer as they're eating and we've come into a routine like that, and
0: father, yes, exactly,
1: <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And same with the you know nighttime prayers, or mm-hmm. we cover all these you know all our friends and family and the country, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, sometimes we just yeah, we don't really know what to pray. Especially, I feel like if we are super stressed or going through a hard time, it's really difficult to find the words to pray. And so I remember doing a Priscilla Shire Bible study uh, where she recommended a few books that are actually books of prayer. And uh, I had read one uh, from John Bailly and we'll put this in the show notes because... Is he French? I don't know. Maybe so not. So very French. <laughs>
0: I said it. My French
1: maybe it's like John Bale
0: (laughs) in the South. That's probably what it is.
1: I don't know, but let me read you this is. Oh goodness! So that's a different episode. Yeah. Um, This I actually wrote out uh, this prayer and put it on my mirror. So every morning when I'm brushing my teeth and every night where I'm getting ready for bed, this is what I read. And let me read it too. This is his prayer, Almighty God. In this hour of quiet, I seek communion with you. I want to turn away from the worry and fever of today's work, from the world's drawing noises, from the praise and blame of other people, from the confused thoughts and fantasies of my own heart, and instead seek the quietness of your presence.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Even in our kitchen, I'm seeing, I'm looking at one where it's seek justice, love mercy, walk humbly with your God, Micah 6, eight. So, mm-hmm. I mean, consider ways that you can actually meditate on the scriptures or maybe it's on a poem or on a prayer. And that's going to be a great way to relieve stress. All right. Well, number three, practice gratitude.
1: Oh, this is so easy to do, right? When things are going well. Like, oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord, (laughs) for, you know, this and that. Thank you for the sunshine, blah, blah, blah. But when things are going not so well, Mm. it is really, really tough to do.
0: Yeah. And you can see your posture towards entitlement. You can Mm -hmm. see even what's underneath your heart. Uh, by virtue of your attitude when things are going bad or when someone critiques you mm-hmm. and or if your kids aren't listening to you, are you blaming yourself? Completely. Are you blaming others? Uh, if you missed episode 22 and 23, uh, Dr. Simon Shea talked about pornography Mm -hmm. you know how to talk to your kids about it and how to deal with it as an adult and you're like what does pornography have to do with gratitude well Mm -hmm. he talks about guilt and shame right Mm -hmm. and it's just I've I've said it to so many people after that episode because I've not heard someone clearly you know kind of talk about the difference as well as he did Mm -hmm. and he was like guilt says you've made a mistake shame says you are a mistake Mm -hmm. and especially when things are going bad part of it is are you blaming yourself? Are you blaming others? Are you asking God why this is happening? Do mm-hmm. you kind of have a victim mentality, or do you embrace trials and struggles and stress as a good thing? Mm-hmm. To be like, "Hey, Lord, thank you that I can actually go through this because you have brought me through opportunities and and instances like this in the past." And look at what look at how you kind of delivered me and brought me through. That. Young readers will love the nutty misadventures of 10-year-old Michael and his friends and will learn all about biblical life lessons such as forgiveness and friendship. Read all 12 Dead Sea Squirrels books. Available wherever books are sold.
1: Right. Uh, a book that we'll put in the show notes as well that has really helped shape the way that I see situations and help grow a heart of gratitude into me is called 1000 Gifts by Ann Boscamp. She is also a Canadian. Woot,
0: woot. Oh, Canada! <laughs> it, has, it was recently Canada Day.
1: Exactly. And on and
0: Instagram, someone was like, what's that?
1: Oh, well.
0: It was like i understand <laughs> july 4th is a thing you know the fourth but july 1st is canada day so and my dad's birthday yeah so
1: <laughs> anyway random facts for y'all um and she really she has gone through a really tough situation uh in her book she talks about how her she actually witnessed her sister die when she was young she got hit by a milk truck or something so obviously that kind of you know, messes you up (laughs) as a kid and growing up. And, um, she used to deal with the pain with cutting and all these, I mean, she has a powerful, powerful testimony. Um, and so she talks about how when life is overwhelming, she, uh, God really spoke to her about being thankful about the little things around her. And so she saw it as a challenge and an encouragement to take, uh, just a journal And she would write down 1,000 things that she was thankful for. And so she was saying the first 10 things are super easy because, you know, you thank God for your house, you name every single family member that you have, and probably is your first. Not every family yeah. member. <laughs> well, the ones that you like. Yeah.
0: All you of know, our family yeah. members, definitely. Yes. But all. I'm talking about, 100%. you know, yeah. Yeah.
1: Even the dog. Yes. <laughs> and, and then, but after that, then you have to start looking at things in a little different light. So she was saying, and I remember we used to joke about this with a few of my friends who read the books, that she was talking about how the birds would chirp, not just the birds were chirping, how they would chirp in like a melodic way that it sounded, you know, like an opera or whatnot. And so we kind of used to laugh about that because one of us would be going through a hard time and then we'd hear the bird chirping and we're like, ugh, fine, (laughs) like (laughs) thankful for this situation. Um, a couple of quotes that came out of there that I loved, uh, she said, and when I give thanks for the seemingly microscopic, aka birds chirping, I make a place for God to grow within me.
0: Wow, that's beautiful.
1: And another one that she said was, we only feel one emotion at a time. That's true, right? Yeah. So it's impossible to give thanks and feel fear or anger. Wow. Wow. That was profound. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. really
0: is. It's true. You really can't. (laughs) That's so true. Right? I I think that's so
1: simple. At the same time, it's kind of like mind-blowing. So right now, wherever y'all are listening, whether you're fighting traffic or kids are screaming in the background, what feeling are we going to choose to focus on
0: yeah and what thing are you grateful for right now mm-hmm. as well Thanks and maybe even before, <laughs> yeah and maybe even before bed ask that question or even at the dinner table ask that question and see what comes up
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah All right, so the next one is sex.
1: (laughs) Your favorite topic. (laughs)
0: Why would you say that, Christina?
1: You always blush when we start to talk about sex. And you're always like, "Um, and the next thing we're going to talk about is... uh."
0: Yes, scratching my neck. (laughs) Mm, Yes.
1: Right. All right.
0: Well, it's probably because I know my parents and sisters listen to this, so
1: in uh, your in-laws,
0: yes. So that's even yes. more awkward. All right. So, why, Christina, <laughs> did you write sex down on the list of ten?
1: Because, well, I think it's true. There is actually like a chemical thing that happens in your brain. The act of sex floods You're
0: totally blushing too <laughs>
1: I'm like now I have to go to my not notes. Just me. I'm totally reading my notes right now. So the act of sex floods your brain with feel good chemicals. Yes, I, this is true. Uh, yep.
0: Very good, While good
1: Reducing the stress hormone, which is cortisol. Mm. And I also think too, you know. Like your muscles. Have you ever done even this own exercise? And I've taught the kids this too, where you tense up all your muscles slowly and then you let them go one by one. Like yeah. start from your toes to go to your head, mm. tense all of them and start. And then from your head down to your toes, release your muscles that way. And so that really helps de-stress you and whatnot. So yeah, that's I right. Mean,
0: I mean, you know, so sex is kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. we don't tell our kids no, that no, no. no uh well going back to that whole releasing the stress in your body yeah i mean honestly if that's something you're like hey what what does that even look like uh i mean sit down in a really relaxed comfortable position mm-hmm. and you can even do this if you're not driving and i mean you know feel feel your head like, just feel your head, like not with your hands, like in, in kind of your, I don't know how to verbally say okay. this.
1: I'm like giving you the confused look. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Feel no, but head? like think about your head or feel, you know, be aware of your okay, head. I'm doing this right and now. And then let it go. You know, feel your eyes and and kind of the way to do that is kind of like clench your eyes so you kind of feel them uh-huh. and then let it go, hmm. right? Feel your yeah. teeth, kind of clench your teeth and let it go, right? You can do that with your jaws, your shoulders your arms your mm-hmm. you can do a big breath you can feel it in your tummy your legs down to your feet and by doing that that's actually a great way even I, I encourage people before you open up the scriptures and before you uh before you kind of spend time with god that's a great way to get rid of the stress and dig deeper mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so that went from sex to like <laughs> feeling your head <laughs>
0: feel your head, David. <laughs>
1: Feel your head. <laughs> oh, goodness. <Yeah. laughs> Don't quote us on yeah, that Yeah,
0: <laughs> okay. So the other thing, Christina, is yes, obviously sex.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but studies also show that holding hands, hugging, kissing, that they all can actually contribute to a greater quality of life and mental health.
1: hmm And uh, especially, I think, I mean, to everyone, but I also think especially if your love language is touch. So that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, physical. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Touching your legs right yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> we are talking about sex. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's the next, go on. <laughs> yes. Uh, the next, the next one is palms up, palms down. Now, this is something that I remember reading years ago, and here's the basic here's the basic premise of it. Palms up means you're giving things up, right? Mm-hmm. So Let's try this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so if you're a Christian. What you can do when when we say palms up is you can actually give your burdens, your stress, your everything to God. If you're not Christian, uh, even just by verbally saying this, it can help you become aware, mm-hmm. uh, become aware of 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 the things that are stressing you. And even mm-hmm. if you're not Christian, I would even say, you know. I'd, I'd encourage you, I'd challenge you to to kind of try this prayer and mm-hmm. try giving it up to God to, and see what happens. But the whole idea with Palms Up is you would actually give up everything that is on your shoulders and that is burdening you. So you're giving up the stress of preparing a lunch. You're giving up the stress of a meeting that you're going up to. You're giving up the stress of writing or this or whatever it is, right? Driving or, or going mm-hmm. on a vacation or paying down credit, you know, debt. The whole idea is you actually verbally say that and you say it and you say palms up and you, mm-hmm. and you say, God, I want to offer this all to you. And you start listing all those things out. As you do that, you'll actually come to a point where there's nothing left for you to give up to say yeah the and lines. the first if you have a lot of stress the first time you do this this may actually take quite a bit of time uh to do it and and i remember and that's actually okay. yeah it is it is, because part of it is you're holding, you're, you're kind of holding all of this stress and all these burdens deep into your heart. So the Especially whole idea, if you're not
1: like a verbal processor, so it might just all be deep within.
0: Yeah, so then you kind of give that up to God, and part of that is in Matthew chapter 11, it says, Jesus says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I'm lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So, the whole idea with this palms down, palms up is that you are coming to Jesus, like he said, and he said, Hey, come and I will bear your burdens mm-hmm. for you. So, you're doing the palms up, and then you can actually do palms down, which is actually, I mixed that up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything I said, yes, but the first thing is you do palms down. You're right. Yeah, that makes more sense, right? You're gonna kind of putting it down, putting it down, oh, and then you do palms up, which is more of a receptive posture, and you say, God, would you fill me with your love? Uh, there's a thing called the fruit of the Spirit in the scriptures, and, and it says, you know, love. So, so God, will you fill me with your love? Will you fill me with your joy, with your peace, with your patience, with your kindness, with your goodness, with your gentleness, with your faithfulness, and with your self-control? Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing about that is... You know, we, Jesus actually promises that when we come to him uh, and we, we come to him and we, we give him all of our burdens and our, and our struggles and everything that we're dealing with, he'll actually, you know, develop this fruit in our hearts mm-hmm. and in our lives. Which, by the way, we recently came, drove by a church uh, yeah, on the way I to Costco. And saying. I love the church sign. It's like God expects spiritual fruit. Not religious nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. That made yeah. me laugh. Okay, so once again, it's palms down for everything that Daniel said in the beginning and then palms up mm-hmm. to give everything to God.
0: So, yes, Christina, thank you. It is palms down and then palms up. <laughs> and honestly, it's, it's yeah, I've been doing it for years. So, oh,
1: well, sorry. and you know what? Honestly, It's not the, it's not really about the hands, right? It's about the heart and it's about what you're doing. So if by chance, you know, you're doing the palms up and you're like, oh no, I did it wrong. (laughs) That's not the point. That's right. That's right. No pressure, no stress. Just keep going. Yeah.
0: You could even say head down, head up.
1: There you go. Right?
0: (laughs) Make it your own. Feet up, feet down. (laughs) Feet up, feet down. (laughs) You're good. Hey, work out your abs while you're doing it. That's right.
1: V-sit. There you go. Yeah. Two and one.
0: (laughs) All right. So initially at the top of the podcast, we did say 10 ways to be less stressed, Mm -hmm. but I guess we got carried away and we had a lot of fun talking about the first five. So what we'll do is we'll actually put a pause on the episode. Mm -hmm. And on episode 26 next week, we will talk about the rest of the 10 ways.
1: Six to 10. And they're so good. So... Just wait and see.
0: <laughs> now, one thing before you tune out, I would love for you, if you haven't yet done so, leave a rating and review on iTunes and, po- and Apple Podcasts because it does help. But here's the thing. This is what I really want to tell you or ask you to do. Tell your friends about podcasts. We would love it if you tell them about our podcast.
1: Yes, we would.
0: But... Tell them about podcasts because Mm -hmm. you would be amazed at how many people do not know what a podcast is
1: and how to access it.
0: Yes. So don't just talk about your podcast. Actually ask someone, ask your friend, be like, hey, have you ever listened to a podcast? And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, I've heard of it. And then you'd be like, well, what app do you use? And if they can't give you an answer, be like. Can I show you what I, I'm using? Mm-hmm. This is what I'm using. Can I help
1: you download it? Exactly. Can I help you find, you know, whatever genre you're interested in? And mm-hmm. here's some that you would be able to listen to. Yeah,
0: because literally for Christina, what, how, how long have you been listening to podcasts now? For like a year and a
1: half? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah and, I and
0: I had, I mean, I've been listening to podcasts for 10 plus years uh-huh. and you knew that, but.
1: And I know that you even had your own podcasts.
0: Yes. But you never listened to it. No,
1: because I didn't know. Like, I'm archaic when it comes to technology. I honestly didn't know how to download a podcast. And you'll see in next episode in number six, why it's so hard for me to ask for help. (laughs) So I was like, whatever. I don't know how to do it. I'm not going to ask for help. And it doesn't seem like I'm missing anything. So whatevs.
0: Yeah. So I forget specifically what it was, but I actually went and helped you download a podcast and show you the steps to do it and after that you just i mean you listen to so many podcasts
1: right and our kids listen to different podcasts as well i you know about stories and science and all of that i can link a few in the show notes too that are great or we can do another podcast about some good kids.
0: yeah we should do a podcast about podcasts
1: oh, whoa. <laughs> like different dimension, or Inception. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: So honestly, we would be honored if you do tell someone else about our podcast. And help them. Yeah, and help them download it. But if not, let's say you want to tell your grandma how to listen to a podcast. Sure, you're probably not going to recommend ours. But help them listen to a podcast, download a podcast, because it. The, I love the podcasting world.
1: Right. And we support them. Yeah. Because support us i don't
0: know (laughs) (laughs) all right and last thing if you if we're not connected yet on instagram facebook or twitter reach out to us at in between show and we'd love to connect we'd love to interact and if you have any questions comments or feedbacks you can submit that there on the itunes review or there's actually a question uh, form on our website inbetween.org we'll catch you next week